episode 141. Am I supposed to be leading this and hosting this or is this your kind of thing now um sometimes it's my thing sometimes it's our thing it just depends on the mood uh <laughs> last week was fun because uh for those that don't know like uh dave wasn't able to go but like it was up to the wire on if i was gonna actually do it like because i didn't know if i would have the energy to to squeeze in an episode last week and Dave didn't know until like probably an hour before I recorded it. I'm just like, I'm just going to go live. Yeah. And if it sucks, it's never going to get released. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I am back. My name is Dave Hunt and I'm one of the hosts. And that other voice you hear is Michael Swick. And we are Digital Days Gaming. So if you listen to the, if it was your first time listening last week and you only heard Michael, I don't know whether to apologize or applaud. I, I'm um, most likely applaud. Uh, they're, they're like, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're in there. The feedback around it's been really good. Everybody yeah. kind of liked the change of pace. And um, I don't know if I actually, like, I when, when I stream, I obviously like have a conversation sort of with myself and with chat and stuff. Um, I don't know if I could do what you did, though. Yeah. The thing is, you just got to get a cat and just put it, like, just off center of the microphone and then just talk <laughs> at the cat and just. Because yeah, I already do that already without a microphone, so I'm just talking to the cat right. about video games, and I recorded it, so it worked out okay. Well, I appreciate you uh, doing that and letting me just kind of like fully disconnect um, as as much as I can disconnect, um, which I have a hard time even disconnecting from work, and let alone from this stuff. So um, I was half asleep when my when I woke up, and my I was asking in the morning, and I'm asking Angela what she's doing. She's like, "Oh, I'm editing." I'm like, "Oh." <laughs> to, to be fair like i did it in one shot so i was just like angela yeah. if you could just throw some music on the front and and we're golden well, i mean we there was there was i know if we go back to this place again i know i could record from there mm-hmm. um the internet was really really good so recording is a possibility at the if we go back to this place we've gone there two years in a row it's in um northern you know northern michigan uh so if we go there again, I can take a microphone or something with me, and I and I can record. The only problem with that place is that it doesn't have any form of central air conditioning, so it has a ton of fans. Mm-hmm. So I don't even know like what the acoustics or anything like that would be if it's even worth. Uh, it. And we wouldn't even know like what time you were available. Like literally, I recorded yeah. that episode at right ten thirty. Like I had, I worked the yeah. full day, took a nap, <laughs> and then I just woke up like All right, I got to go record a podcast. <laughs> this- yeah went over to my uh, my computer because yeah. we we had multiple options of things that we could have done yeah. and michael still chose to do this so mm-hmm. i you know like i saw the leftovers of the google doc and stuff like that and it looks like you guys had some fun with the questions and gave wow, him some stuff so that to, means you didn't to spark listen. i haven't listened you yet son no. of a bitch <laughs> i listened to the destiny podcast <laughs> no you didn't no i didn't i didn't <laughs> I haven't listened yet. I've had a lot of stuff going on as Same. well as going back to I, I haven't listened to the Destiny one that you recorded two yeah. years ago. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so obviously, like we mentioned, we are Digital Days Gaming. We are a weekly podcast that posts every Thursday morning, 6 a.m. Eastern, on podcast services around the world. Um, if you could leave us a review, that's super, super helpful. Uh, ratings, words, all that stuff, sharing the show, that helps tremendously. We also stream on Twitch, twitch.tv slash digitaldaysgaming, where you can subscribe to us if you want to. We are a Twitch affiliate. If you link your Amazon account with your Twitch account, you get uh, Prime Gaming. You get a bunch of free games. There's more stuff even this month with it being August. But you also get a free sub to a streamer of your choice, uh, if that's us. Fantastic. Thank you. If you've already done that, thanks. If you aren't sure if you have done it, just check. 
if you've done it once on a computer you can, and you're signed in on your mobile devices, you can do that. So if you get a chance to check that, uh, it doesn't auto-renew. So if you could do that, as well as just making sure you give it to somebody. So it's a, it's a perk that you get for having uh, Amazon Prime, which like, a lot of people have. Um, so in, if not, if you just want to sub to us directly, it's like five bucks. Uh, you can do that. As well as other um, links of ways you can join our community are in the show notes. Uh, Facebook group, Discord, Twitter, uh, like the Twitch, like I mentioned, Patreon, Teesprings, all that stuff is in there for you to check out. Uh, and with that, we're going to jump into some of our news. Yeah, so this is a mix of like stuff that popped up last week that I was just like, this is some stuff in Dave's realm that I'd like to hear his opinion on. So some of this stuff could be a little, might be like a week or two old. Uh, but I wanted to get Dave's opinions on this stuff, and it turns out there's not too much happening right now in games outside of some, some delays. So uh, the first bit uh, that we have is Bungie is basically came out in a Reddit post uh, saying that they're withholding certain communications to avoid toxicity. Uh, so there was a, a thread over on Reddit and the community manager for Bungie came out. The thread was about harassment and they put out a long, like different replies, basically talking about like the forms of harassment that Bungie's currently dealing with. Uh, one of the quotes is we're taking them seriously, which is leading to an amount of reduced communications as the team plans future uh, protection strategies to help avoid these sort of things. So something that we, me and Dave have talked about a lot of this, like toxic communities in general, but also specifically when it comes to like Bungie's community, like the destiny community, very passionate, but when things aren't going to that community's liking, it can get kind of bad. So I just wanted to get your perspective on some of this, uh, specifically this, like the idea that, Bungie's been just bombarded so much that they're just like, you know what, we're just not going to communicate as open as we were before. And it's something that we've definitely talked about recently about like, hey, Bungie's kind of quiet. And it turns out this might be part of the reason that they're kind of quiet. So I know I just said a lot of stuff at you, Dave, but like, what's your like opinion on just like this whole ordeal? All right. Uh, yeah, that's that's a lot of stuff that you, you threw at me with what's going on. Um I'm trying to distance myself because as everyone that listens to this show that's been listening to a long time knows, like, I love Destiny. Um, I think that, you know, Bungie has done a, a good job with the game. It speaks to me. It, it, um, it's hooked. It, it's, it's had its, its claws in me for years, um, like seven, eight years at this point in time. So, like, I always kind of have to put that disclaimer out there. However, I also think that they're kind of in the forefront of doing things just a little differently they're very outspoken about current event issues, whether you agree with them or don't agree with them. They're very much against like the the shut up and dribble aspect of a sports player or, hey, why don't you just be a game studio and focus on games? And they're like, no, our employees are important to us. Um, and they've been doing a lot of stuff as well as, you know, again, circling all the way back to the beginning of Destiny. They, they're essentially the the groundwork team for making a games as a service on console and success. And, you know, so there's, there's tons and tons of things that they have in there. However, there are community then, and I'll say are, cause I'm involved in it can be just terrible, whether it's to each other or to the devs. They've sent, they've sent a couple devs that have, where have very active Twitter accounts. They've, they've sent them away like to where they don't even want to go on Twitter anymore. And that's when they, they, they're honest. Like they're again, it's it's dumb, but there was a, like an exotic piece of armor that was in Destiny One that Titans had that they've been the Titans have been clamoring for in Destiny Two for years, even though 
they people give Bungie crap for bringing stuff from Destiny One to Destiny Two every day, <laughs> but they want this they want this specific thing. And the guy came out and said, "No, like what that thing did, which was an, a mid air dodge, has been now has been moved to a different class in the game entirely. It's been removed from from armor. You can't even do it anymore." And they're like, "Okay, warlocks have the mid air dodge. It's part of warlocks class. It's part of warlocks kits. It is never coming to Titans." And they, the community lost its shit on this guy, and he just walked away from Twitter, like he's he, like he he and he was one of the few left that was doing that, and they just like they were giving death threats. People were sending him pictures of his house, mm-hmm. threatening his family, threatening his kids. Like it's just it's terrible, and it seems like no matter what they do, and this is not just Bungie. These are this is EA, this is Ubisoft, this is Sony, this is everybody, mm-hmm. Xbox, any of them. Like if they come out and say something. Or try to be transparent. If you ever read the comments, whether it's on Reddit or on Twitter or Facebook, even just like like an advertisement on Facebook, um, it's it's just it's crazy. Like the way that people com- compartmentalize their thoughts of how stuff works is uh, is astronomical to me. The the again right off the top of my head, the, the Division mobile game. People are like, this is stupid. Why are you making a mobile game? You should be using your resources to make Division Two better. One of the first questions I asked my Division uh, Resurgence interview is that, have you ever worked on Division 1 or on Division? And he said, no. This is a completely different team. Yeah. Like, this was this was, this was was Ubisoft Mobile that was making a Tom Clancy's The Division mobile game. This has nothing to do with Massive, nothing to do with the Division 2 team. Like, it's and the people are like, well, you're just wasting assets and you're just going after cash and grab. It's like, and we're like, not pulling from that pile. Like, this is its own right. box. And it's, you know, and it's the same people that hate, like, the microtransactions in Destiny. Like, you're taking the money away or you're, you're, you're cutting content from a game and putting it in a store. Like, th- there's been this huge thing with the summer event that all the cosmetic stuff of, like, you can make your ghost look like he's wearing a sunglasses and a sun hat. And people are like, that should be in-game earnable. I go, it's your stupid ghost that you can make look like a summer thing. It's not even T- tailored to the raid or to the you know a dungeon activity it's it's a sombrero hat and a sunglass it's like this over-the-top cosmetic thing that's for the summer event and people are like this is stupid all they want is your money like, yeah they do want your want money. money they're yeah. a business so oh they just make too much profit already like that's your fault like i've come to this realization over the i mean i've always had this realization but it's been more in the forefront over these last four to six weeks for whatever reason and I don't do this often, and I'm sorry if this offends you, but the fucking consumer is stupid. No, we've been saying that for years, working in retail. <laughs> but, like, yeah. look at Diablo Immortal. <laughs> it is making money hand over fist, and that community was like, we're not going to support that game. And they've already made, like, tens of millions, yeah. if not hundreds of millions of dollars. Uh, so I, I just I, I, I don't understand it and and I don't I don't know what's going on at Bungie at the point where like somebody at the somebody that's controlling some money has like like just is having a temper tantrum. They're taking um they took a, a, a person I don't have anything in front of me but they're suing somebody yes for harassment yeah cheating like and they're, harassment they're taking yeah. him they are taking him to court for things that he did in the game. And stuff that he's done on social media. Like, they have evidence of him making, like, 18 different accounts in the game. Mm -hmm. As well as, like, another, like, 35 different Twitter accounts. And, like, they're suing him Mm -hmm. for essentially being a toxic person. Yeah, Um, Which is, like, a scary thing to think about of, like, a corporation suing, like, a consumer. But in this instance, it's like, yes, please do it. 
because the right. person's being an asshole. Well, I think I think the world thinks that if they sit behind a keyboard or behind their thumbs, like they can just do whatever they want. Yeah, which they're, is why we need and they're, and they're hidden, this to happen. And, and they're hidden behind their online persona or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I and I think that that needs to change. You know, as as we progress in this world that we're in, of like especially if whether you believe in the metaverse or don't believe in the metaverse like this is going to be real life soon um so like there's there's a whole bunch of other stuff going on they're they're but at the same time they're now like the things that they try to do of like recently they've uh, allowed access to people to start you know using their music again even some of the stuff that's been vaulted like the accessibility that that bungie's given and i don't know enough about in in depth of these other devs but the access that bungie gives its players to to its stuff in the game to its api and how you operate things is dramatically different than any other game i've ever played before and i i don't blame them sometimes now for shutting doors like mm-hmm. because it's just getting i feel like it's just getting worse and worse and worse as Again, as much as I say a consumer is stupid in terms of how they function, but they're very intelligent human beings and they know how to find information. But I just wish they would use that energy somewhere else. But unfortunately, they won't like, <laughs> use that energy yeah, somewhere else. Like, don't don't take up the time to um, uh, like look up a dev's address. Like go do something else. Like I, I don't well, know. Sony but, Santa Monica had to come out yeah. just a couple weeks ago, and they were they were like, "Hey, stop harassing people for release dates." And like they'll hire a you know a new writer, and then that writer will just get destroyed about things that they weren't involved with because they just got the job, you know. And it's mm-hmm. it's just bizarre. Uh, do you think this is going to lead to like because like Bungie's like we're going to reevaluate how we do things? Do you think? Because like if you look at like other things, like we don't know who runs certain accounts in terms of like for other brands outside of gaming. You know, like we don't yeah. know who the fuck runs the Wendy's Twitter account, but we most likely know who runs the Bungie Twitter account or, you know, like various you have a good things. idea of like the the Bungie main account. Like there's probably a, and, and again, I'm, I'm super involved in the community, but there's probably six people that have access to that account. Yeah, no, and that's what I mean. Like video yeah. gaming has always been that industry that's like we know names of people because they put people in front of the audiences and put a little personality on it. Do you think we're just going to get studios just being like the brand is issuing the statement and it's just like you're not going to have like someone on camera delivering information. You're not going to have people being like, hi, I'm so and so from Bungie. Let's talk mm-hmm. about game design. It's just going to be like, here's. The uh, new I game don't think designs. that we'll ever lose the personalization from it um, because like, I don't think that. You know, like you can, like somebody like Chandler that we know, Chandler Wood for um, Avalanche Studios, uh, Khalif for um, Fire Spite. Uh, I'm not too sure what it go? is right now. I, I know he just yeah. moved somewhere. Ka- so yeah, Khalif just changed as as a community manager. Um, like I like circling back to the Bungie thing. I had a really good relationship with David Daug, uh, Deej. Um, you know, and he like he was kind of like the first introduction to like a community manager for me, as well as some of the access you get from from PR people. Um, I don't know if you'll ever lose that, but I think you might. We might get back into my Twitter account as my personal account has nothing to do with affiliation. <laughs> Which with, they they've been trying, but it hasn't yeah. worked. I just wonder what what is the point that they just pull back because obviously you don't you want people to still advertise that they work for the company because that brings in more talent you need to like make a linkedin profile 
But I'm just wondering what is going to be the balance to try and wean people off of being like, I can put a face and name to this announcement, uh, especially mm-hmm. as we get stuff that's more and more toxic of like you said, you know, people are posting pictures of where people live and that sort of thing. Well, like the, the newest the newest thing that the people are all over Destiny community about is like the last couple of raid releases have been on a Saturday mm-hmm. and it's allowed since they're on a Saturday, it's allowed great access to the player base to you know anybody can compete in this world's first raid race because it's on a saturday and it's in the middle of the in the middle of the day you know between 10 a.m and i don't even know 10 a.m and 4 p.m anywhere around the world i I, i'm sure that i'm messing that Mm -hmm. up with time zones but a good majority of the world has access to participate in this you know to all start at the same starting point when they do it like on a saturday um the last one they did uh, at the launch of Witch Queen uh, for the Vow of the Disciple was on a Saturday, and there was huge connection issues for like the first two hours, which kind of messed with the race, obviously. And so this year they're they're doing it this next not this year but this next raid that comes out at the end of August they're doing it on a Friday, yeah. And the community lost its shit because it's on a Friday, and one of the community managers came out and said, "Look at what happened with Vow." We need to have as many people in the office or at their workstation as possible. And the best way to do that is to do it on a Friday. And everybody's like, oh, just work Saturday. Like, that's not how this corporation functions. Mm-hmm. Like, some of these employees are subcontracted. They probably have deals written that if it's a work on a Saturday, it's double time. Oh, they have Sony's money now. They should just be able to do whatever they want. That's not how it works. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's just, that. that's not, <laughs> that's not it. So... You know, like, yes, do I, I mean, am I annoyed with it, with the decision? Yeah, I would rather have done it on a Saturday. Am I going to try to figure out a way to do it on a Friday? Sure. Do I have enough people that I can do it on a Friday with? I hope so. It looks like I will. Um, but do I understand it? Like, I, we've talked about this for years. Like, the like I, I'm able to compartmentalize myself. The analytical part of it makes sense to me. The fan part of it, I hate. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to death threat the raid designer. Yeah, and, that, and that's currently what Bungie is just, like, <laughs> right. trying to figure out. Of just, like, how do we communicate if no matter what we communicate, it, uh, a shitstorm comes our way? Because even when they, People they make a good announcement. Frustra- yeah, people get frustrated with me about my enjoyment of Game Pass. And they were like, well, you're not playing anything recently. Like, no, I haven't been playing games for, like, six or eight weeks because I'm in a new role at work. And I'm a 39-year-old man, and I have ups and downs in my life all the time. But... My six-year-old is enjoying the hell out of Game Pass. My 22-year-old is in, is, has Game Pass in Kentucky, and he's playing it. So just because I'm not playing it doesn't mean it doesn't have any value or I don't understand how it works. Yeah. It, you know, like, it's in the, you know, the amount of, you know, year, like six, nine, I don't even know, 12 months ago, 15 months ago, people like, oh, you're being paid by Xbox now. No, I just, we just decided that we didn't want to cover one platform anymore. Had nothing to do with anybody paying us yeah. or just because you don't like what I'm saying to you doesn't mean that i'm paid or that you should like turn your back on me and not follow me if you'd like me as a person until i made a different decision yeah. like that and, and that's this that's what's going on with game devs like oh you're gonna make my character hold the gun in the left hand or the right hand fuck you i'm gonna blow your house up here's your address that's what's happening yeah yeah <laughs> and it's in some cases it is as petty as that it's just like simple cosmetic things the most yeah. very basic things, even on games that you wouldn't expect to have hatred coming towards them, it's fucking happening. You know, like it's just bizarre. And I'm wondering what we will see companies start to do to do this. And I don't, I don't think a, uh, like a future of like community managers lurking in the shadows is gonna yeah. happen. But there's got to be a certain point, especially when you get to like large games, like. 
I I don't want to know what the Madden or the Call of Duty community manager has to deal with on a day-to-day basis. Oh, man. Even, like, uh, Angela, like, quote tweeted something to me today uh, essentially about this article about what Bungie's doing and why they're doing it and the comments in there were just absurd again they're like well, maybe they shouldn't use this money on this lawyer and put it into the game not how it that works doesn't work that way that companies have lawyers on retainer <laughs> the lawyer gets paid no matter what if they use them or don't use them like it, it's just bizarre yeah I, I'll never get it hopefully they can figure something yeah. out there's a chance this lawsuit, even though I don't like a corporation suing an individual in this instance, I hope Bungie wins. The amount of, the amount of evidence against this guy is just absurd. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, it's absurd. They've had people, and, and again, like this, again, like I've said before, I love Destiny. I enjoy what Bungie's doing. I have sat with many Bungie devs eating eating meals and, and drinking and, and, and playing their game. I, like, again, like I'm giving you this full disclosure. I love this game and this studio I think is very talented, but the stuff that has been going on sometimes with what people do to these, these people is just ridiculous. Yeah. Like, it's, I, it's, it's, I just don't, it's absurd. I just don't know how Bungie will figure it out. I don't know if anyone's going to be able to figure it out unless you burn Twitter to the ground. But they, <laughs> they've even had, they had somebody like, acting as them they had somebody that like made a fake youtube account and knew what they were doing enough and started doing copyright strikes yeah, against predominant yeah predominant youtubers to the point where they almost got like youtubers whose this is their livelihood in their career whether you like content creators or don't like con- content creators this was their livelihood in their career and if you get three copyright strikes against you and youtube's terms of service you lose your channel no but it's gone it's even crazier is they got Bungie DMCA'd. Like, Bungie's own videos were, like, copyright-stricken to where it's like they even got Bungie to get in trouble, or not in trouble, but to the YouTube police had them look at their account. And they're suing that guy, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they've also sued cheat development. Like, everybody hates cheating in Warzone. Bungie's taking these people to court. Yeah. These companies that are selling these cheats and they're taking them to court. They're just like, you know, I don't like it. Like I like I'm with Michael. Like you're, you know, you're ruining somebody else's livelihood, but you tried to ruin 150 or 300 people's livelihood. Yeah. Like, like there's plenty of YouTubers that I enjoy, and one of them's like, he literally came out on Twitter and said, "Dude, I I am not publicly posting a video for the next seven days because I'm not losing my channel." Yeah, no, it it, it got crazy. I got 750,000 subs. I'm not losing my channel, so I'm done. And and yeah, it got fixed and it all worked out at the end. But if some if he had made some small mistake and got another copyright strike on accident that just happened to correspond at the same time this was going on, his channel would have been gone. Mm -hmm. It's just it's. Yeah. Go do something else. Go get a buy a punching bag. I I don't know. Like, <laughs> I have a temper as well. I snap all the time, and I I need to do a better job of controlling it. But like I'm, um, people that I knew that E three breach the the stuff the stuff that some people had to deal with during that E three breach like it was just crazy, of like what you don't like that somebody is wearing an Xbox shirt and you're a PlayStation guy and you're going to send him a picture of like, Hey, I'm in your front yard. Like knock it off. <laughs> yeah. I, Sorry. yeah, no, it, it, it is, it is a bizarre thing and who knows what's, what's going to happen uh, to these studios. And I don't know. 
don't be a dick. That, that's all we ask. It's what we ask it every. <laughs> though anyone listening and, here and, isn't and, a dick. And maybe so. this guy, like like you said, like maybe I don't want to see him going after like hundreds of people, but maybe taking this guy to task. I don't know if he can if he's even eligible for jail time or get some hefty fine or something like that. But maybe there's there there's a a poster. I don't even know if this is the right term. I'm sorry. Maybe there's a poster child for. Don't do this. This is no, why. And, and this could be that uh, instance yeah. where it's just like, oh, they like I subject zero. Yeah. Well, it's or, or whatever, what Nintendo's like... been doing with pirates for the last like yeah. couple of years, where Nintendo's destroyed so many pirates that it's like you're not going to get rid of it, but you have some websites just shutting down preemptively because they're just like, oh, nope, don't want to deal with Nintendo's lawyers. So and it goes like the 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 amount of vitriol that people gave Last of Us to. Um, you know, like it, 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 it goes, it goes back for, for days introducing like female protagonists or people of color. Like it's, it's everything. It's not just a bungee thing. It's not just a, a shooter, uh, an FPS shooter thing. Like I, if not that I have advised doing this, but if you're bored, like click on a tweet from anybody from Ubisoft about ghost recon or about the division, or if you follow anything on Facebook, just read the comments for like three minutes and then just understand that your life is in a much better place than some of these other people yeah yeah I, I, anytime I, I i see one of those accounts you almost just be like who hurt you you, you just kind of you're fascinated uh morbid curiosity but most of the time it- when i post something on facebook that blows up and people start like getting all over my crap about whether it's an opinion or a thought or something that i had and it starts getting into 13 14 18 comments and i start going well oh, maybe i shouldn't have done this or i i i I can't imagine like putting my life's work out there or something I've worked on and just watching thousands of comments going, "Hey retard, you don't know how to draw like a a a a, a hand cannon handle correctly." Like, what? yeah, yeah, it, it, it can get pretty. It can be pretty rough. Uh, but let's move on to uh, the next story. Um, okay, so we got some hardware news uh, to talk about. So. PlayStation revealed that year over year they saw a 4% uptick in PS5 hardware sales, but saw a 26% decrease in software sales, which I know Dave's eyes just like lit up big on that one because it's like you have to release software to sell it. Yes, and that's we'll get to to that. <laughs> Though they've released more software than Xbox, and Xbox has its own yep. own thing going. Uh, so PS5 is currently up to 21.7 million sales. So let's just talk about playstation right now before we jump to the xbox numbers um i believe i believe you're right like certain there hasn't been enough software to release so year over year it is looking worse but also i because people are like taking this news and just like flame warring everything Mm -hmm. and i don't think enough people are taking into context that like 2020 and 2021 were pandemic years and saw Mm -hmm. record sales for two years straight and that wasn't gonna last forever and turns out 2022 is the end of that that run and now we have to like see what the balance is gonna be like the video game industry is gonna have to reset like their expectations Mm -hmm. because those two years were just too good uh sales wise well and analytically people had Again, I'm being I'm being careful when I say this, and I'm not saying this is for this is the case for everybody. But people had a little bit more of what I would call disposable income during this slightly during this pandemic mm. because maybe they weren't going to work, 
so they weren't spending that transportation cost. Or, God forbid, they were laid off, but they collected unemployment in the United or, States, and there was decent benefits to that. And um, you were at home. Like, what else are you going to do? You had vacation um, money that you couldn't yeah. go on a vacation. Uh, you couldn't go you to had, restaurants. You had, X amount of th- you had X amount of couple hundred dollars saved up, couple thousand dollars saved up to go to Cedar Point, to go to Disney, to go to catch a baseball game across country, and now you can't go because you don't want to go on a flight. You don't want to go on your cruise, you whatever. Okay, yeah. What am I going to do with this? You know, like, oh, let me just, you know, spend a couple, you know, 100 bucks, 200 bucks on some on some video game stuff. Both companies, multiple companies were, you know, giving games for free. That wasn't just a like a like a like an olive branch. That was like, "Hey, like sign into the store, download your free game. Like maybe while you're here, you'll buy something else or you'll see something else you like." Like there's always business strategies that are going on with that stuff. And then like now as we are slightly slowly methodically moving away from this pandemic people are going to work again they're you know they're going on vacation again like i just did they're doing things again whether you know new normal new routines new just different things um inflation is ridiculous right mm-hmm. now gas prices are ridiculous right now so now all of a sudden that 70 dollars for a video game that was easier to spend you know 12 18 months ago maybe isn't possible now and to top it off really again from a playstation standpoint the only thing they released in that last quarter was horizon Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a great, a, a possibly a great game. I haven't played it. Um, in critically a, a renowned a great game, but not a game for every PlayStation player. Yeah, and they also release Gran Turismo, but still not for everybody. Yeah, uh, right. and also you have to look into the account of like they've they've got twenty one point seven million PS fives out, which is a good number, but it's lower than what they wanted to get out because of the chip shortages. But you also have to take an account that they're like, I know I did this when I was going from like PS2 to PS3, PS3 to PS4. Even before I got the next console, I stopped buying games for the current console because I'm just like, well, I'm just going to wait until I get the new console. So like, I know tons of people that are still like that, even in our community that are haven't played Horizon 2 because they don't have a PS5. yet. Yeah. But they and probably they, they slowed, want to experience at a better look. Yeah, and they probably slowed yeah. down on buying PS4 games because they're just like, well, let me just work on my backlog and then I'll, I'll get. Or the game they're later. saving for a five hundred dollar box. Yes, that they <laughs> may or may not be able to get easily. Although it has been easier right. to get PS5s in the last couple of weeks. Yes, it has. But it, but it does seem like with PlayStation and Xbox, it does go on streaks where it's like, there's hey, here's a three week window, super easy to buy the console. And then mm-hmm. a drought for like three weeks, uh, and then it just yeah. keeps going like that. Uh, so PlayStation's numbers—they're seeing like you know like the the hardware sales keep increasing, which is what you expect as the chip shortages resolve themselves. And then the software sales are just what they are because you—it's really hard. Like companies are going to have to find a way to not compare their current fiscal year to the previous two fiscal years because it's just. It was a very, I don't want to say special because that sounds, that sounds too, you know, <laughs> it was like very specific a times. Very div- a very diverse time. Yeah. I don't know if that works either, but <laughs> I, it, it definitely was like very specific circumstances during that period to where these companies now have to like compare themselves, but they, they can't. People picked the video games back up. Yeah, that maybe hadn't been playing them for a while. Like there was a lot of change in things. We, you know, they, there was they they didn't 
they had to find you know things to do at home like we, we've seen you know like netflix is losing subscribers because people don't have as much time anymore or they don't think it's worth the value anymore because they're not watching it as much anymore because they're back to work mm-hmm. or they're you know their kids are back to school so they're going back and forth they don't have as much downtime there's there's a bazillion examples that you can use um and and again like just a consistent flow of anything like if 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 you really look back, you know, we're August, we're early August. If you look back at 2022, January till now, I mean, off the top of my head, Elden Ring, Horizon, Gran Turismo, and what? Am I missing something else right now in terms of marquee both uh, both systems? Like Xbox ain't doing it either. Yeah, Xbox is doing <laughs> fuck all. Like right now, like they're, they're doing. <laughs> so nothing. I mean, we're we're six months in, and we've maybe had three marquee games. Like we've had some great, like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: The Shredder's Revenge has been a great game, but it's not gonna, you know, that's not gonna move the needle. Although it's like might. a million copies. Yeah. Uh, straight might be that indie that sticks around, like you know, when it gets its physical release and everything like that. Uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, in terms of like major games from these manufacturers, it, it's been rather light uh especially when you look at like but this I, holiday stray sales are going to be skewed by uh plus yeah and, and we we don't know exact exactly where the numbers are for plus in terms of the other mm-hmm. uh services like we know the, how many playstation plus subscribers there are in total but we don't know what it looks yeah. like now so stray well, could uh, end up doing well what's his name yeah but we don't know will richardson sent me sent us on on the 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 main twitter account like a chart that had you know like playstation plus slash now is the leader mm-hmm. which it should be with your install base yes um but then you look at like just how things are grouped together like amazon slash luna well, yeah i saw that attached, and i cracked it's attached up. to prime yeah. you know but then like netflix gaming was higher but i'm assuming that's attached to netflix and then game pass you know, is you know, Game Pass was there, but then I also I said I told him I go, you know, it's it's I love data, but I want to see live, like I just want to see Xbox Gold, mm-hmm. like that's you know, like because PS Plus was this this I believe this chart was before, yeah, because it said now, um, so before the re, the the redoing, so we we've already always heard that there's like fifty even like years ago that there was like 50 to 55 million PS Plus subscribers, and then three, I don't expect that number to go down now subscribers, yeah. Yeah, uh, it has. I never gone expect down, that actually. number to tremendous. Not like what I consider going down is going like below forty-five million or forty million. It's like, at that's forty-seven right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you know, so there's so many factors that are in that are into that of what you know what's going on. Like I think using Luna as a comparison when it's a it's a it's attached to Prime is dumb. Like that's not apples to apples yeah like <laughs> i i have prime i have not interacted yeah uh and i've never touched luna i don't know how to be fucking honest yeah. i don't know like what controller yeah, so, i can even use I mean, uh, it's, it's, uh yeah um but let's get the xbox xbox is a little bit more confusing so xbox is saying that they had record annual revenue uh specifically uh they said they've sold more consoles uh, life to date than any previous generation. So the Series S and X are selling better than any previous generation of Xbox, which comparing that to Xbox One ain't saying much. Comparing that to Xbox mm-hmm. One isn't saying that much. Saying it to 360 is saying a lot. 
and they have been the market leader in North America the last three quarters in a row. So that's the thing that we've been talking about. That Series S sells really well. It's the cheapest console you can get, and it's the it's like halfway to next gen. So it, it, it does really well for Xbox. But they're also having the problem that Sony's having that um, they are seeing a 11% hardware revenue decrease and Xbox services in general fell 6%. And they're saying it's because of lower engagement hours, which is what we're talking about. People have less time. And then mm -hmm. uh, monetization in third-party and first-party content brought those sales down. Though that has been offset because of Xbox Game Pass subscriptions. So Game Pass subscriptions go up, but it sounds like live is going down and the amount of hours is going down that people are playing because they just, the world's open again. So people are playing less. So we're seeing it on both consoles, both manufacturers of dealing with the world is open back up now. People are doing other things. So they're seeing their numbers drop off. Xbox though is seeing, you know, hardware decrease 11%. That. I'm assuming it's because people were still buying Xbox Ones a year or two ago, and now they aren't well, buying those at all. They're only buying Series S and X. And that well, I also think it has to do with the success of the S uh, uh, being a double-edged sword. Like, the S is cheaper than a 1. Yeah, it, it is. And you can't buy a 1 so, anymore at all anymore, Right, too. but yeah. it, just as an example of, like, hardware sales for last year, or if you, like, oh, like, look at their hardware dollars in 2018-2019 versus their hardware dollars in 2022. It's a fair comparison if you want to look at it uh, before the pandemic, but an Xbox One was $400 or $500. Yeah. The Xbox Series S, which is arguably sort of better than a one i'm, I'm sure that there's some yeah, it, thing it, going it's, on it's one of those things know. where it's like it's a, yeah. it's slightly better it's on par in some instances yeah uh, but it, regardless it's 150 dollars cheaper mm -hmm. five years later yeah that shouldn't function that way you know like in terms of just the way things are working like it's it's just interesting um do you think because I, I don't remember where i saw this so i'm not taking full credit for this question but do you think the continued success of multiple whatever you want to classify them games as a service free to play games gta still selling like crazy like do you think that somebody is just more content with spending 30 40 50 bucks a year on gta or on destiny or on fortnite or on league of legends instead of buying a new game yeah i think that's where we're seeing some of the sales decrease because they're talking up they're talking about microtransactions mm -hmm. and you know or mon in-game monetization microtransactions yes. um playing a factor into this i think that you know m maybe more people are just apt to continue on rainbow six and keep buying the new character pack continue on Fortnite and keep buying the battle pass every 90 days let's keep doing gta and I'll, I'll put some real money in there i'll put 20 bucks eight bucks a month in or whatever and you know and just keep playing i'd rather just play what i know than try elden ring yeah i think we're we're definitely seeing an increase in like forever games Games as a service, yeah. Where, well, there's rumors. Uh, Bloomberg and Jason Schreier is talking about this Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two is going to have like a like a quote unquote paid expansion next November, mm -hmm. and not not a second not a second release or or Warzone Two is going to get like a paid update 
like a like a you know i don't know like i could be saying that wrong but similar to like wrapping all the way back to the beginning of this conversation similar to what destiny does where it's destiny 2 destiny 2 beyond light destiny 2 witch queen destiny 2 season of the chosen like they just keep you know and they're getting again is somebody cool with dropping 100 bucks in february on destiny and they're set for the next year and they this is what they play Mm -hmm. you know or i'm gonna just keep playing my madden ultimate team or my fifa ultimate team and i'm just gonna like i'm gonna pump you know 13 bucks a month into it because i like playing against my buddy and beat my brothers but with all my with all my bought players like you know i I, (laughs) this is life yeah we're definitely seeing people (laughs) get away with that and then also microtransactions while still annoying they're not as aggressive as they were pre battlefront 2 so like loot boxes are gone yeah so we're seeing people like still putting money into games but they're not being like abused like they were before where they felt like they had like you're not to. you're not paying ten dollars for a dice roll you're paying ten dollars for the thing you want a really cool a really cool looking skin that i want yeah and, and and i think we're gonna see a decrease in revenue because of that because it's not as exploitative mm-hmm. as it was before and if it costs if it costs you three rolls to get it in you know like it costs you ten dollars three times versus i can pay fifteen dollars once it's a 50 percent decline no and we're definitely seeing that aspect as well so when you look at these numbers and the reason i wanted to bring this up is because like when these reports came out just like again because i get bored i look at twitter you just see (laughs) both fanboy sides just going at it over the same thing like both companies are kind of reporting the same decreases in revenue and both sides don't care uh, and it They're like, haha, look. And I'm like, look, what? Yeah, it's like, like you're down. It's like, well, you're down. It's like, well, okay. And it's like, oh. But our down is cooler than your down. Yeah, it's not as much. And it's just like, okay, cool. So we're just bragging about the decline of the thing you love <laughs> video games. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, there, there's a lot of stuff that you can look into that and start picking it apart. Uh, I, I would have loved, we'll never be able to see it, obviously, but I would have loved to see what this gen would have looked like without a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Game Pass versus PlayStation, you know, at their best, you know, and instead mm-hmm. we got to see that a little bit, but there was like, what would a PlayStation's yeah, numbers no, been? You're, you're, you're 100% yeah. right. Like, what would it look like, Best Buy, Target, Walmart, wherever, if you just all of a sudden you had two pallets next to each other one with ps5 on it one with xbox ones or one with xbox series Series x on it and just to see like what the consumer would come in and pick up Mm -hmm. and the 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 problem is that we don't know like you know we have no idea there's the there's the camp of subscriptions are bad and i want to own my games but you can lose access to your games that you already own like there's that you know there's that conversation those people that were mad about subscriptions they've been really fucking Mm -hmm. quiet about playstation plus (laughs) <laughs> they support it then it's been cracking me up that's that's michael at digital days Gaming. oh they fucking know who they are and how to find me um but <laughs> no it's just been funny watching the same people like i haven't really well, seen anyone I had the same conversation yeah, I, I had the same conversation this week um and i still haven't played it as dust falls and stray both came out on the same day both are out on two competing services why as a con- as a consumer a money spending consumer would me, Dave, spend thirty dollars on Stray when I could just spend twenty dollars to get PS Plus Extra for the rest of the year? Yeah, well, that's what I did. Why? Yeah, and I like so, oh, because I want I want to own my stuff. I'm like, I have a digital console. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, you know what's funny though is about like the thing where people are like, oh, I want to own it. When Stray's physical copy comes out, I'm fucking buying it because I loved it. Right. You know, like yeah. half my shelf, I have download versions of those games that are on my shelf. But I just, that's how the we. people that are upset with what we talked about, it, the people are upset with the God of War collection. Oh, where's my disc? <laughs> you get an empty steelbook. So enjoy that. <laughs> like, yeah. Newsflash the steelbook's empty when you're playing the game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking people. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, actually, I wanted to. Okay. Um, Ubisoft, uh, they canceled multiple games. So just let's talk a little bit Ubisoft. Um, so Ubisoft, oh my god, I, I misspelled that. Uh, they canceled two games, uh, Ghost Recon Frontline, which I guess was previously announced. Uh, was that going to be their Battle Royale game that they announced I last think, year? I think so. I don't. I, the name sounds familiar, like, but I, I, I don't have any recollection of it. And for the most part, I've enjoyed the Ghost Recon series. So I'd have to maybe go back and look and read some articles or see what was talked about with this. Like this. It sounds familiar, but I don't remember seeing anything. It was announced last October, according to the Game Informer article, and it's a 100-plus player battle royale, I guess. I feel like I completely missed that this thing was announced. Uh, but this has been canceled. Uh, so Ubisoft announced that they canceled a couple titles during their financial report, uh, which we'll talk about some other stuff uh, from that as well. Um and then they canceled a uh, Splinter Cell VR game, which is just... There's still, I guess, a Splinter Cell game being worked on, like a proper one, but a Splinter Cell VR game was apparently in development and canceled, which is kind of shocking, because it totally would have lined up with how Ubisoft... Like, they like releasing stuff on new platforms. PSVR 2 is around the corner, mm -hmm. so this seems like it would have been perfect. Splinter Cell, he puts on the night vision goggles, and you were in... Like, it would it would have been fucking perfect. Uh, that was canceled uh, by Ubisoft. I'll just mention it now. They also um, revealed that uh, Avatar has been delayed into 2023. So Ubisoft... Oh, and then there was rumors that Roller Champions was going to be discontinued, uh, shut down. Ubisoft said, that's not the case, though they are going to reevaluate the seasons for Roller Champions. Mm -hmm. uh, so Ubisoft kind of something we've been talking about where it feels like Ubisoft is kind of trying to make themselves a little lean and kind of cutting projects away, just kind of releasing stuff to get it off their plate. Uh, well, I think they're realizing that this, you know, like we've, we've, we've been talking about them for a couple of years in terms of like, how long can the Far Cry strategy work? How long can the Assassin's Creed strategy worked? Both of those games, franchises consistently always being in the top five for mpd for the last 10 or 15 years pretty well um you know and but people are like they're all the games are the same and like in it does like i feel like six far cry six as an example is kind of the one that's more you know kind of like fizzling out um compared to you know the conversations around far cry three four and five um i think the ghost recon franchise is fizzling out however it is you know, like Ghost Recon Wildlands is going to get a little bit of a bump. You're going to start seeing a lot of people talking about it again because it just released on Game Pass. Um, but And people will mess around with it because of that. I think that they need to, because they announced their partnership with the PlayStation as well, I thought, with this, this Uconnect or Uplay account stuff. Like, I don't know why this stuff... Didn't they announce something? Like maybe or with this ubisoft classic or something or oh yeah it's part um, of playstation yeah Plus like Premium. that needs to like come faster mm -hmm. <laughs> um you know but um 
So, like, I'm not really sure what's going on. Like, this is, unfortunately, like, this is what the consumer, circling back, the stupid consumer wants. Tell me what games you're making. I want to know what's coming out. I want to care if it's five years. You need to tell me. What do you mean you canceled my game? I was really looking forward to that. It's been in development for five years. Like, yeah, we didn't want to tell you. Yeah. Because we weren't sure if it was going to work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and now, you know, like, Ubisoft, at least they, like, the Splinter Cell thing, they cut off before they announced it. So it doesn't yeah. seem as much, but, like... Beyond a good evil two can't be a game anymore, right? Like we talk about like that that strategy of like, yo, let's announce something with nothing. Josh played that. No, it wasn't playable. He, was he got to see a demo yeah. of it, uh, <laughs> but it wasn't playable. But like, no one knows what the hell that was. And uh, I mean, look at Skull and Bones. They yeah. they spun that off from like Black Flag. Mm-hmm. but they didn't really have a game until the last couple of years. And they announced that like four or five years ago. And mm-hmm. so I don't know exactly what Ubisoft's doing right now. I just assume they are just trying to trim whatever they can. So they don't disappoint people with an announcement that they don't have faith in later on. And they also just probably need to condense all those teams. Cause I'm assuming, cause they haven't announced any layoffs or anything the people mm, working or closure yeah. of their bazillion studios, but they do have division two heartland coming. So why would you put division two heartland out heartland? Right. Okay. Yes, they're free to play. Yep. And yeah. Why, why, and then, why are you going to do division two heartland versus ghost recon frontline? Yeah. Why someone must've went into a meeting and been like, why do we have two? like, I, I know frontline or uh heartland. Why do we have two over the shoulder third person shooters? Yeah. That might may or may not be both battle royale type games, you know. Like, why are we going to do that? And and I expressed my concerns years ago about Ghost Recon Wildlands, and and I've talked about this before too. Like, all these companies are trying to do a looter, mm-hmm. like this, like oh, like let me do this again because I might get a different color boot. Like, some games can do it, some players like it, some don't. Like, I there's there's a, there's a fit for both. Like. I don't I didn't love like Far Cry New Dawn where like the the weapon level system where you could buy higher level weapons like I didn't like that like but I think it was financially substa- uh, sustainable for Ubisoft cuz they keep doing it mm-hmm. like, <laughs> these people that don't like this stuff but then just open their wallet you're not showing anybody anything <laughs> Yeah Ubisoft sold out of those NFTs for 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 that uh People don't like, are, are supposedly claim they don't like seventy dollars Last of Us remakes, but you can't buy the collector's edition anywhere. Yep, sold out, sold out. I wanted to buy it, and I can't though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I I don't know. Consumers suck. Uh, Dave, I'm gonna throw uh, a wrench into our our plans real quick. Um, I forgot oh. this news story. I don't know if you saw it because it was it came out I think a day after I recorded, and you're on vacation. Uh, but Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Remake? Is in development hell? Uh, it sounds like it, it, it's been canceled. <laughs> so this is unrelated to the Ubisoft stuff, obviously. Uh, so uh, Jason Schreier uh, reported last week that uh, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake has been put on indefinite pause. So from what he gathered from his sources was that Aspire, who has been working on this game for three years, uh, they presented a vertical slice to PlayStation and Lucas Arts who were financially backing the game and the meeting apparently went well but then a week later Aspire fired the art director 
as well as another person on the team. So a, a design director and an art director, and then they announced to the studio that the game just wasn't where it was supposed to be, even though they were happy with it. And they're going to have to pause the game indefinitely. Uh, so a lot of things to like try and pick up from this. Uh, no company wanted to comment on it. But it basically sounds like this has been like Aspire's first big game. They've been re they've been porting a lot of games, but it sounds like this project, which was announced last September, been in development for three years, was just too big of a game for them that they just couldn't handle. And PlayStation and Lucas sounded like they were happy with the game where it was, but Aspire just couldn't keep pace. And had to just reevaluate what they're going to do as a studio and what where they're going to put their efforts into. So I know a ton of people that were super excited for this remake. Um, mm-hmm. But those people were also worried of like, they're not Bioware. They're not EA. They're not LucasArts. Why is Aspire making mm-hmm. this? And it sounds like that that's just not going to happen anymore. Uh, no one knows like if embracer group can move this license or this project to one of their other studios um or if this is just going to be a a dead project i would imagine though playstation and lucasarts did sounds like a really cool thing for crystal dynamics honestly that's what i or idos like (laughs) if they could do it would be perfect uh but i i wonder does PlayStation or Lucas feel like an obligation to see this through because it was at a like PlayStation conference or something like how expensive would it be? I, I don't know, man. Like I think that some of these, like it's, it's fascinating to me. I don't know if you saw like it's somewhat related to this, like this, the Batgirl TV show that was in development. They're just like, Nope, we're done. Like they're like, what? No, like, the movie, like are you guys already filmed stuff? Oh yeah. The movie. I'm sorry. It's I done filming. They're like it's done. Yeah, but they're they're not releasing. No, I know. Yeah, and it costs ninety million dollars, and they're yeah. just like, it's not worth releasing. Yeah. And they're and it's cheaper, in air quotes, to not release it because they can write it off. Like that's the, yeah, it's crazy. That's the world that we're in right now. Like, so, it's could we get Knights of the Old Republic as, as a similar thing? And my apologies, I thought it was a, a Batgirl television show. I'm sorry. Um, well, that you know, was canceled as well. It's, it's to so. the point. Yeah, it's, it's to the point where it's like there's. The, the stuff going and that you know what we just need to just cut our losses and walk away yeah but we're 100 million in yeah but i don't if if if, if it flops and our next show could be 200 million dollars down so let's just let's just take the 100 million dollar hit and walk away yeah we'll write it I'm off like, and it'll be fine <laughs> uh and it's basically looks like this because I, I i guess you know they were showing a vertical slice to potentially like get the rest of the project funded or whatever and mm-hmm playstation and lucasarts would have been like oh you're you're fine um we'll give you this much money and you have to hit these milestones and aspire was just like no thank you like Mm -hmm. we can't we can't we can't hit your milestones for the amount of money you're putting into it we bit off more than we can chew and then they just fired people like it's just kind of sucks for the people that have been working three years on this project this kind of comes down to just like bad management of like taking on a contract yeah. that you just weren't able to fulfill and letting it go for three years. Well, yeah. You talk about like is another similar example of something going out as a fizzle. that just kind of bumped in my head, like mentioning crystal dynamics, like 
since they've been purchased, we haven't heard Crystal Dynamics and Avengers in two in the same sentence. Yeah, they're still they're still weekly like things going forward. I still see them tweet stuff or not them, but the Avengers game account. Yeah. But yeah, that's just quietly just like, hey, we have like our holidays stuff that we did last year rolling it again. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they added Lady Thor like two three months ago. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, but no one no one's really. Thing is, no one's really like, ah, damn, I hope they release more Avengers content. Yeah, but as soon as Bungie releases a weekly update, people are all over their shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) And instead, well, I don't know what's worse. Having content released that no one cares about or having content released that people are pissed about. Like, I... I, I, Yeah, or it's never good enough. Yeah. So, So, uh, but yeah, Knights of the Republic is on pause. Uh, Sucks to see. Uh, Hopefully it someone works on Knights of the Old Republic in the future. Alright, uh, moving into what's delayed, as you mentioned already with the Ubisoft update, is the Avatar has been delayed till next year. Uh, and to just keep piling on to the Xbox problem, um, Warhammer 40k Dark Side is delayed from September to November. Not a terrible delay, but a delay nonetheless, and another Xbox-exclusive-ish thing that's not going to be there in September. Yeah, because that was coming Game Pass Day 1, It's right? on Xbox and PC. Oh, okay, yeah. it was one of those. But, yeah. Okay. But it's not coming to PlayStation, and it's not coming to Xbox when they said it was going to come. Yeah. <laughs> so, whatever deal they signed or didn't sign, just for whatever reason, just doesn't seem to be working. <laughs> so. Yep, yep. And there were some people that were kind of excited about this. I, you know, um, I've never really played any of the Warhammer games before, um, but, like, my on vacation, my older nephew who's all older than Jonathan, he was like, oh, that's coming. And I was like, oh, really? I forgot about that. Is that only coming to Xbox? Yeah, oh, it's Xbox and PC. I'm like, oh, okay. And I was like, oh, wow, it is coming like next month. And not no more. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right. Uh, so what we're playing and watching. Um, I'll go first, and then I think that we'll transition together. Yes. For bright memory. So. Um, so uh, I took my Switch with me. I took my PlayStation with me. Um, and I ended up watching some, just like my brother-in-law, uh, we like signed into like the HBO account or whatever. And we like, we ended up watching like dumb and dumber two, dumb and dumber or dumb and dumber one or two. I don't remember, but it was just kind of one of those things that was like on, you know, periodically like random movie every other, you know, every other night. Um, we did download, um, some more of the play link games. Like they, like my, um, brother-in-law sister-in-law their kids like we were playing like knowledge is power which is you know you can download the apps and answer the questions on your phone and the big tv um uno so we just kind of messed with that some of the like you know they thought it, like they hadn't done that yet so they thought that was kind of cool i'm like no we don't like like oh we can play this game like oh just download this app it's like half a gig or i don't even know how big it is or whatever and it just functions with the tv and it worked really well um they they had fun and uh, playing that um uh, i played a lot of mlb the show on the switch um got my character like moved up to like triple a struggling a little bit in AAA, but um i was i was playing that a lot while my daughter was driving on the freeway and my wife was like clutching her pearls in the car and the seat uh, <laughs> and um i started because i um i started a uh, concrete genie nice i am like two hours in or three hours in and it wasn't grabbing me and i i have to find out if it wasn't grabbing me because of like the mechanics or if it wasn't grabbing me because I was playing it in the bedroom of the place I was staying at, that the TV's mounted on the wall and I have to sit on the bed. So, like, I wasn't, like, comfortable. Yeah, you probably probably play that uh, in comfort. 
because uh, I actually did like yeah. that game. Though it, I, I think it took me like an yeah. hour to get into that game. Yeah, so I think that uh, you know there there was a uh, you know a lot going on with that. Um, messed around with a little bit of Destiny stuff. Nothing nothing crazy. Like the next season's coming out. There's a big uh, Destiny showcase on the 23rd of August. Um, similar to like like two weeks ago when I was talking about them being really quiet, and then of course they come out and say that they're going to talk about it. So uh, that should be like there should be some discussion about their next named expansion, Lightfall, with that. Um, and then. Uh, so I played and completed um, Bright Memory Infinite. We got this game for review. Mm-hmm. So I played this on the DDG account in case anybody goes after my trophies because some people tend to do that. People are <laughs> weird. That's why I got mine up. Um, yeah. yeah. So um, Michael told me that, you know, we got the game and he's like, I'm putting it on the account. Check it out when you got time. I know you're on vacation. If you can, great. You can't, you know. And I was like, okay. So I looked at the trailer and I was like, wow, this looks really cool. Um and then I started playing it. You know, like Michael reminded me, like, hey, like if you have time, play it so we can talk about it next week. Yeah, for sure. And then I started it, and my wife's like, hey, you know what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm just going to check this out for a little bit. And she looked it up really quick, and she's like, this game's going to take like four hours to beat. I'm like, what? You know, she's, I, she, I, she's like, it's, it's, the internet says it's like super short. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Um, so, first of all, I think the game looks amazing, like look wise. Mm-hmm. I think it looks really cool. Um, in terms of like the character, you, you, the character you're playing as, and like some of the the baddies, like the bosses you're going against, I think they look cool. Yeah, I would say. Um, uh, sorry to, to cut you off, uh, but like yeah, I would good. say, like the actual design is cool, but like the character models sometimes look a little like stiff in terms of like expression for like the acting, the very little acting that there is in this game. Yeah, uh, but like the actual, so I don't really know what this game is trying to be. Like that's the part that I was struggling with because I have multiple problems with the game, but then I also had fun playing the game. Well, I think we should say like uh, it's you know it's a first person shooter. Um, you have yeah. you know different guns that you just switch between uh, as you, as the chapters progress. You, you get a different like arsenal. I think there's like five weapons in total, but you also have like the ability to like pull enemies towards you and then also kind of like throw them as well, and you kind of get bullet time where like you if you throw an enemy up and you just start using your katana it kind of slows things down just a little bit Mm -hmm. and it looks really cool and the gameplay is really fun and exciting but because this game is so short and it runs at like uh like a fast pace to where Mm -hmm. there's very little exposition of like hey what are we doing you get a couple like kind of some bad acting to be honest uh, yeah. lines thrown at you and then you just start jumping into like areas and then you get to the end of the area here's a couple more bad lines now you're in the next area uh to where mm-hmm. if there was just a little bit more for the you know to like play like i think we would be having like a much different discussion because the gameplay is fun i think if it did a bit i think if it did a better narrative job too like yeah. the audio, like talking to the guy on the phone didn't sound very good. No. I felt like they kind of were just like, hey, the phone rang and you need to do this. Okay, who am I? Like, what what's going on? Like, why is there like this black hole in the earth? All the, like, in the yeah, They kind of just expected like, you to know what was happening. And that's fine, but you eventually have to explain it. Like, it's one thing to be like, hey, yeah. you're just in the scenario. Have fun. But... Like, I don't know who the other character was that was going after the thing at the end. Yeah. It, it, like, I, like that person, like, showed up halfway through the campaign, and I'm like, who is that? Yeah, it felt like, like you're watching a TV show, and you missed three episodes. And you're just like, who, yeah. who, who are these people? 
but the gameplay's fun. And then, like, <laughs> yeah, constructively, like, and again, fine. I'm old. The font's too small. I found myself standing <laughs> up to look at the monitor closer, to look at my TV closer. Um, the tutorials are bad. Tutorials are bad. Um, did- the switching, I know you can change this in custom controls or whatever, but switching guns on the D-pad is stupid. I got used to that, but there, there were instances yeah. where, like, I don't know why the katana was on triangle. Yes, because I'm used to switching weapons with triangle in a first-person yeah, yeah. shooter. But then, and then, but then the guard is on R1, but then I, 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 I'm used to attacking with R1. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like, there's this like weird. Contr- and then also, I don't know about you, but for most of my game, I just had the the screen just on the side. It showed me what the buttons do, and like that was yeah. there for most of the game. And I'm like, okay, I get it. Triangle is how to switch to yeah. katana. Why won't this go away? Uh, and it turns out the game just is a little buggy. Uh, so I don't know if I just had a bug and that was supposed to go away eventually, but the game did crash on me. No, it showed up there a lot yeah. constantly. Like just to it remind did, you. Yeah, well, I saw you because you break stuff all the time. Yeah, but like there is this instances where like, I don't know if you felt this, but like gameplay, fun, pretty fluid. But when you would go into areas and you're like press square to enter the area, I would sometimes have to mash square because it just wouldn't pick up the the prompts. Yeah, I don't remember having it, it, that kind of problem. It was weird, but I didn't have that problem actually doing the combat. It, it was like weird bugs and stuff. It just felt like they were it, they were trying to do like the, they were trying to throw everything in the kitchen sink at you. You could wall run, you could double jump, you could slide, you could switch weapons, you can, you know, like you, you can you know, uh parlay somebody and throw them in the air and shoot them and it's just like there was it it just didn't really know what it wanted to be. Um but at the same time like it was fun sliding around and shotgunning people in the chest. <laughs> like, oh, especially, uh, you know, the boss fights for whatever they, they were, they were like fine. But in terms of just like when you get a bunch of enemies in an area and you're just like swishing between like the shotgun and the assault rifle yeah. switching between that and then just like chopping people up with the katana really fun and addicting. It's just, I just wanted more in terms of like mm-hmm. this game could have used, like a wave based mode or something that utilizes its strength, which was the yeah. gameplay, and it doesn't. To, yeah, to be fair, it's like a $25 game. Yeah, it's a $25 game that took me 90 minutes to complete, and I don't see a reason. I beat it. I beat it in two hours on easy. Yeah. It, it's not a very long game. I think most people beat it within like two to four hours. Uh, so I wish there was just a little bit more. And also, it was developed by a single person. This was the game that we've seen like uh, pop up. I think it originally popped up in like an Xbox press conference. I think he spent more time on the outfits than he did on the narrative. Yeah, and the outfits um, were interesting, uh, to say the least. Um, it just looked like her back was just going to be in pain most of the mo- uh, the video game. Um, I just don't... Um, I was kind of disappointed in the game because I think what this felt like a tech demo. Yes, I agree. Um, but I thought it looked good and it was fun to play. No, and no, and that's my problem. Is like I I enjoyed the <laughs> gameplay. It's just, it was just too short for my liking, and like it just failed for me on a narrative level. Uh, and I'm fine with games that have poor narratives, but you have to give me enough gameplay or like something else. Like I this could have benefited so much with like an infinite attack mode or something like a, yeah. a boss. Like we didn't mode. know why certainly you don't know why certain things were happening. 
I don't want to spoil anything crazy, but like why certain enemies were showing up when they were showing up. Mm-hmm. Like I did, like I felt like that was never like really explained very well. Well, no, they kind of just... the driving was awful. Oh god, yeah, it has one of the worst driving levels I think I've played <laughs> in a while. But that's why I felt like it was a tech demo. It was someone's like proof of concept yeah. of like, hey, these are the levels I would like to do in a full game if you give me the resources. And instead, they just released that, and I think that's yeah, I a feel shame. Like, like you said, if this is made by one guy, which I didn't realize, like he took it to somebody and says, "Hey, like this is what I have, what I can do. Like, like this is what I can do by myself. Like, what, like what do you think we could do if it was like fifty people? Exactly. And they're like, well, why don't we just, why don't we just release this? Like, excuse me, like yeah. we can just release this. It's it's good enough. Like, and it's like okay, yeah, good enough, but the potential. Yeah. Like, if this had a, if you could get this like with a good writer and get a ten or twelve hour campaign out of this, like. The way that this down. game initially felt, it could be borderline like must play. I, I wouldn't go crazy, uh, but it would ten, be interesting. Y- it would be good. It would have potential. Yeah, like uh, it could be. I, I feel like it, it potentially could have been up there. Like the reason why a lot of people like Titanfall's campaign, Titanfall 2's campaign, was the gameplay and the story. So if you can get like nobody's ever really saying like Titanfall 2 is a game of the year, but you see like Titanfall 2 is a must play campaign. And like this could have been on that level, could have been on that yeah. level with more fleshing. Yeah, and, and unfortunately, this doesn't quite hit there. I think it's interesting when this game is on sale. I probably would recommend people like to check it out, depending on the price. But as like a, I'm surprised that this is not a plus or a game or a game pass game. I thought it was going to be a game pass game, but so this has a weird history. So this originally was supposed to be episode one, but then they just okay. turned that into like, well, that's the full game, and then that's why it's called Infinite now. Like it was just supposed okay. to be bright memory episode one and then they were just like actually that's the whole game and then they named it infinite memory or whatever uh so yeah i could have sworn this was supposed to be like a, a game pass game but it turns out but it wasn't. i almost have no problem if if you see this game for 20 dollars, like i would say like i think it's worth 20 bucks depending on it i like if you like this sort of like fast-paced combat i i still think yeah. like even at the price i think i would have wanted just a little bit more like maybe one or two more levels or something would have helped this game uh just a little bit or if they just cut that driving level and put like just any old combat level i think i would totally yeah or some more diverse minions something yeah yeah or 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 just a better narrative (laughs) but uh but yeah we did like it sounds like you enjoyed it like i didn't feel like i like wasted the 90 minutes i put into it. no absolutely not yeah uh so uh did you do anything else dave Uh, no, I, I mean, no. Okay. <laughs> we, we, like, a handful of other things, but nothing crazy. Like, we went up to, like, Frankenmuth, which is, like, you know, like a German, uh, you know, like, my, my oldest son was in town for the weekend. But overall, just, you know, Family basic stuff. week of vacation. I downloaded a whole bunch of stuff on the system thinking I would play some more things, but now they're downloaded on my system so I can play them. Like, I still want to get, you know, like, you. I saw you kind of put it out near the end of July, and, like, I put out, like, I'm at, like, five games or six games for this year. So, I do, you know, I do have a goal for some other stuff, but. Yeah, just trying to, to to work through that. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, so the only other thing I have is I'm uh, reviewing uh, Mothman 1966. So this game came out on the Switch, uh, I want to say two weeks ago, July 14th, I believe. Uh, so this is a kind of like a throwback to visual novel games that you would have gotten like 80s and 90s. Uh it's basically a choose your own adventure game that takes place 
uh, during a meteor shower and each chapter is from a different character and because it's choose your own adventure you're literally just like reading out text and every chapter you get decisions that you can make and these decisions will either branch off into other things that happen in the story or they could just lead to your death uh as in you know choose your adventure style my only reference for choose your own adventure books is going to be goosebumps unfortunately which i don't know if that like does that really qualify as a choose your own adventure they did have choose your own adventure goosebumps books uh that i would always cheat to where i would be like turn to page 12 or like 86 you're dead and i'll be like well i'm gonna go back and do that again uh and this does have like that aspect of it especially in the early chapters where it's just like you can die uh pretty quickly in in this story and it just says like you died you want to retry and then you just go back and then just do it again uh i don't want to spoil too much of what happens in this uh, but if you do like kind of pulpy horror science fiction stuff this is would be right down your alley there's there's a ton of like mystery going on in this i think the art style works really well in terms of what it's trying to mimic in terms of like that like green black computer text that you would have gotten in like you know like that that pixely art you would have gotten back in the day uh it's done really well the writing gets better with each chapter the first chapter i was like oh i don't know if i i like the writing style but by the time i got to like chapter three or four i was like okay no actually i'm i'm kind of into this uh because they definitely do gradually bring you through the story uh which is definitely interesting to see that go along so this is something i think is definitely worth checking out i think it is i'm gonna look up the price because this is yeah, it's eight ninety nine on the eShop, and it is available mm-hmm. on PlayStation and Xbox as well. Uh, so it's definitely something to check out if you're into like visual novels, choose your own adventure type stuff. So if you're into that, definitely check this out. I wish I could describe the art better uh, because it. I'm just young enough that I I wasn't like I didn't grow up with this art style. So like my point of reference for some of that is not not quite there but i can appreciate like what they're able to do in terms of like trying to mimic that art style but also keeping it like modern enough that it's not like unplayable for someone who's not familiar with what they're trying Mm -hmm. to do visually so that's mothman 1966 definitely think it's worth checking out if you want like you know like a like a simple like easy narrative adventure now you know it's not going to ask too much of you uh when you're playing it but that's it that that, that's kind of all i've been doing i did watch (laughs) i finally started the boys season two and three uh this week finished season two in a week halfway through season three uh i'm enjoying that show it took a while for me because i didn't like season one but my friends kept telling me that season two and season three are really good so finally getting around yeah. to that 
I I think I yeah I think I need to just I think the boys needs to be a show that I just watch on my own. I don't think Angela's gonna be watching into that. Um, mm, then you no, just reminded no. me like we did end up <laughs> we did end up going through again just watching random stuff on Netflix. Um, there's a like a show that we're like one season through like Never Have I Ever. It's about like an Indian like a high school Indian girl and her family. Um, so it's 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 got some comedic stuff to it. It's actually narrated by um. The tennis player. Oh gosh, why am I uh, McElroy or not? Not McElroy. That's the golfer. Shoot, the guy that flips out on umpires, and he's he's retired now. I can't. I just, I'm so bad with names. John <laughs> McEnroe. Yeah, Ma- John, yeah, McEnroe. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, I was like, I think you said <laughs> he, it. He, he, yeah, he narrates the show. Okay. So it, I thought it was funny and, and decent. You know, again, one of those things like 25 minute episodes, easy to watch. All right, uh, so questions and comments using hashtag AskDigitalDays. You can send us those on Facebook, on Twitter, uh, Discord, all that stuff. Uh, so Robert Cartwright writes in, serious question. If you had to have one gaming device only, what would it be? <sighs> Probably my PlayStation 5. Uh, God, I hate that that might be my answer. It's either a PS5 <laughs> or PS3. Uh, but it would have to oh, be a backwards yeah, compatible PS3 so I'd play PS1 and PS2 games. Because uh, the only reason I would choose PS5 is because it also could play PS4 games, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. So I want the the largest library possible. Um, but I think I liked the PS3 library significantly more than I like at least current PS5 library. So yeah. mine would be a split uh, in terms of what I would choose. You'd have to ask me on a different day. I'll give a different answer. And then uh, the next question is from Marvin. Uh, he's like, I got a question for everybody. What's the best story you've ever experienced in game? I was talking to my brother, and we both honestly skipped past every story element and focused on the gameplay in every game for almost the last 20 years. Strangely enough, when I asked him his favorite, To the Moon was actually my favorite too, although it, it barely qualifies as a game since there isn't much gameplay. The story, despite me playing it in not playing it over 10 years ago, it's still something I think about occasionally. So I didn't know that you were going to put this question on here. There's a ton of comments on this on this thread too as well. It's it's, it's super interesting. Um, for me, if we're talking about like, and this is where it gets hard. If you're talking about like a franchise story, it's Uncharted. Okay. If you're talking about one game, like start to finish, one named game, it's very, very close for me between Spec Ops The Line and Last of Us for one thing beginning to end. Yeah. For me, the first game pops in, I talk about it all the time, What Remains of Edith Finch, which also is going to PS5 upgrade uh, already this week or soon. Yeah, just not for plus users. Not for plus users, of course. Of course, there's no smart delivery. Uh, <laughs> what Remains of Edith Finch is a game I've I've probably played like probably four or five times now. I think it is one of the best stories i think i've played in video games ever um in terms of the emotions that they get you to have uh while playing and it's something that like i think anybody can play uh, because it doesn't really challenge uh you gameplay wise uh but it definitely will put a bunch of emotions into you uh and i'd probably agree with you last of us though i would probably go part two um just because Mm. Part one, I I played and I enjoyed. I really liked it. But it was definitely something that, like, 
it didn't have me question, you know, things like part two did. Yeah, I see. And I think I, I understand where you're coming from, but I think that's the difference between me being a father and you not. Mm-hmm. In terms of the two games. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, the first one is very much about like that father daughter relationship you, you learned about you learned about joe and ellie's relationship and then something happened that caused you to 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 really care yeah and and then me something happened at the beginning of last of us that caused me to care like i, I still show people like the first oh you know no, and, and i totally agree with you like i the only reason i i think i would put two over right. one is just because the idea that like at a certain point that game just like flips it on its head and is just like who's the good guy and as simple and yeah. as silly as that question is i think they do a a really good job of like getting yeah i agree like the 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 parallel i don't know how to describe this but the parallel storylines running parallel to each yeah. other but being played at different times but if you were to t- in in no it could go on sorry yeah but the, like you're essentially playing through a set amount of time mm-hmm. twice yeah as di- as different you know but if you were telling yeah. me like greatest opening to a game ever, Last of Us Part One yeah. hands down, like or Last of Us, uh, it's now Part One, but last the yeah. first Last of Us game hands down best like opening to a game yeah. I think we've seen because I like it, it pops into my head immediately when we talk about like intros yeah. or like cold yeah. opens or whatever. That's up there. And a close, like a close one, that, and the only thing that concern that bothers me about it is the episodicness of it. But The Walking Dead season one is there too. Yeah, that because uh, it, it's consistently good. That's that that first season. I yeah. think all five. Yeah, all, all five yeah, episodes. All five yeah, like that was the that was when I was like, I didn't think that that like, episodic would work. But then I'm like, oh, like like episode one was great. Oh, episode two came out today. I'm gonna play it. Like, oh, I gotta wait another four weeks. Oh, it's out. Like, I gotta. Do, it was like one of those like must play yeah. things. Like like as soon as it came out, so um, and then also full disclosure by the way I don't think I've complained either way about it but Angela saw more comparison shots of Last of Us one versus Last of Us remake she's like we might have to spend seventy dollars she's like it's been ten years it might be time for you to play that game again yeah especially you didn't replay it for part two nope yeah so you're like mm-hmm. even better like there might be yeah. sections that you kind yeah. of don't remember like, clearly. like I'm a decade away yeah. like <laughs> so. That might be a DDG purchase. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. All right. Um, that is our show for this week. So, again, thank you to Michael for taking care and holding it down last week. Um, as, and like I said, the feedback was good. You even got a Patreon comment. Yeah, which I forget how to log into that system to reply. But if you're listening now, thank you for the compliment. I, I just forgot the password to get into that account. Yeah, but lots of positivity on on the Facebook post and Discord too about everything. Uh, consider joining Discord. Uh, Michael's a little bit more active in there than I am. He's posting pictures of things that he's randomly buying or messing with or doing. I bought another um, game off eBay this week. <laughs> I'll post a picture later. Yeah, so if you want to see his uh, his PS3 collection growing, you can check out our Discord. Uh, link is in the show notes. If that doesn't work. Let me know if anybody tried to join that's not already in there and it doesn't work. Let me know. I can replace it or message me, tweet at me, and I can send you the proper invite. And Dave, I'm going to do something very stupid. Um, I am going to say that for Patreon at the end of August, we are going to do a spoiler cast for Dante's Inferno. I'm just putting that out there, Dave. I'm signing you some homework. Um, Okay. I want to do with celebrating God of War Ragnarok coming out. Let's play the God of War knockoff Dante's Inferno. So I think safe to spoil is going to return 
at the end of August day right now. I was like, son of a... I'm going to have to play Dante's Inferno. Well, I'm just like, what platform it's is on that Game on? Pass. <laughs> is it on? It's okay. on Game Pass. It's it's So that's why I picked it. Uh, okay. So We've talked about this. Yeah. This isn't completely yeah. out of left field for me. So, so. I want to I want to play that this month for Patreon. So if you're interested in that, that's kind of where we're at with Patreon. By the way, as Michael and I have been talking, we've been like we're thinking about going back and forth um, with a Xbox Game Pass game and a PlayStation Plus game mm-hmm. uh, month to month, and and kind of like spoil and like playing through those spoilers. Like maybe Stray will be one. Like I don't know. Yeah. I, I I have intentions of of playing Stray and beating Stray. It sounds like it's not terribly it's long. Like four um, hours yeah so um but yeah we can definitely do that so if you're not subscribed to patreon consider subscribing to patreon so you can access that bonus content um as we're trying to get into a new routine michael changed jobs i've changed jobs four months ago you know like there's a lot of stuff going on can't wait for my daughter to go to school so she's like over there Um, yeah, so that's where we're at. But uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Digital Days Pod. You can follow Michael at the First MJC. You can follow myself at Good Dave Hunt. Like I said, Facebook group, Discord server. Um, all those are linked in the show notes. Uh, yes, Curry. If you make a suggestion, since nobody really makes suggestions in Patreon. No, 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 not yet. Curry. He can't make suggestions. <laughs> I don't own judgment. So, if you want to buy me Judgment Curry, I'll play it. And I own Judgment. <laughs> but if he gets, if someone buys him the PS5 Judgment, I'm not playing my broke ass PS4 Judgment. I need to play. <laughs> I need to play that on the five. Um, so, yeah, those links are all those uh, to join the community, hang out with us is all in the show notes. So you can check that stuff out. Patreon is there as well as we're as we're working on that stuff and consider supporting that as well. You do not have to. Um, you do not have to support us on Patreon. It's just something if you want to reach out and have you know a way to access the content early or to access bonus content. Uh, if you are not financially able to do Patreon, that's totally fine. Please do not feel any kind of obligation. It is something that is there as a different way for you to show support. Um, and it's it, you listening and sharing the show are both free, and those are both great ways to help you to grow the community. So that's that's the first and only pro. Um, thing that we ask to you guys to do to help us following is free you know joining facebook is free if you like facebook uh joining the discord server is free all that stuff uh, following on twitter is free that's all free following on twitch free all of it if you want to financially support us and you are financially able to there are other venues for you to do that but there is no obligation whatsoever um but yep yeah, with that uh, i hope everyone has a great week keep moving forward don't be a dick see you